Hello everyone, welcome back to episode 36. Thank you so much for joining me. I hope that you are all well and that you've had an amazing weekend and I've been enjoying this gorgeous weather that we're having. So I've had a fabulous week. Thanks very much for asking. I'm going to tell you anyway, because at last, at last, after what seemed like 50 million years, but it wasn't actually, I have moved into my new flat and I am so happy about that because that is a definite manifestation that I set months and months and months ago, probably knocking on for nearly a year ago and finally it has become a reality and it's exactly what I wanted. So I've been busy moving some stuff in there this week. It's not finished yet. Well, the house is finished, but it's not like finished, finished because, well, there's nothing really in it. It's just the basics. I moved in, like literally the floors were put down and it was like seven o'clock at night and the floor guy was still there. And I was just like waiting at the door with like my bag, like, can I, can I move in now? Um, so yeah, I moved in there with nothing but a toothbrush and my, <laughs> my bag of crystals and my tarot cards. <laughs> That's all I took with me. All of the essentials. But yeah, I'm in there now. So it's currently Sunday night and tomorrow when this podcast comes out, I will be off on my way to Coniston in the Lake District, which is also weirdly something that I put on my manifestation list. I wanted to spend um, some time in the Lake District and then I was asked to go on a school trip with our year sixes. So I'm getting to spend the week in Coniston in the Lake District. So I'm very excited about that. I don't really know what to expect. I'm trying to pack my case and I've really procrastinated all day and I've got a random assortment of items in. I have got several packs of 12 bars, which are essential, I would say. Um, But yeah, I think we're going to walk up that old man of Coniston and I'm feeling a little bit nervous about that because I'm not really at peak health condition. I've just smashed a pack of Jaffa cakes earlier on and it got me a bit out of breath. So not sure how I'm going to go on walking up hills in a heat wave, but stay tuned. I will let you know. But yeah, I'm really excited about that. So this week I am going to talk about that affirmation that went viral on TikTok and it was, I don't trace, I attract what belongs to me will simply find me. So I thought this would be a good topic for a podcast because quite often when we really want something to, oh, let me just move my phone out of the way, off you go, it makes a weird like clickety clickety noise, you know, like when you add um, internet dial-up and it's like ding, 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 ding. Sometimes I hear it on the podcast after and I didn't realise it. So anyway, it's gone now. I'm rambling. So yeah, um, when we are manifesting, sometimes it can be hard to kind of let it go and we get a bit desperate about it and we start chasing it. And this only does the opposite. It pushes it further away from us because if you're chasing anything, it's going to run from you. Like, think about the things that chase. Um, 
like lions, for example, uh, killer clowns. What else chases? Wasps, Leatherface, he chases out of uh, Texas Chainsaw Massacre, security guards, grizzly bears. There is nothing on that list that I wouldn't run from in the opposite direction. And it doesn't matter who or what is chasing, our reaction is always to run as fast and as far away as we can. It's like inbuilt within us. So if we are the chaser, all that we're doing when we chase something is making that object or that circumstance run further away from us because we're giving out that energy of, um, you know, that leather face energy. <laughs> uh, so, for example, like occasionally Gloria needs to go to the groomers. I really try and delay it as much as I possibly can because it's not fun because she's allergic to absolutely fucking everything, including her own fur. If I light a tea light in my house, she's sneezing, she's snotting all over the carpet. But yeah, her own fur sets her off as well, so quite often she looks like she's gone 10 rounds with Tyson Fury. And when it gets bad, I have to then book her into the groomers, which involves me trying to put her into a cat basket. And this is a very, very unpleasant experience for everybody involved including the groomer who I'm pretty sure charges me double because she just wants to put me off um but like Gloria can be fast asleep and I mean like fully in a deep sleep fast asleep and I will simply think I'll just think the thought right it's time it's time for me to go and put her in the basket and just the energy just purely the energy of that thought <laughs> will wake her up from her deep slumber and have her under the kitchen kickerboards before I can even look at her. She just senses that feeling of being chased um, and she knows what's coming. So that's exactly what happens with our manifestations. If we feel like we need to chase after them, then they're going to run away from us. And when we're chasing, we're giving off that energy of like lack of not not already having what we want and worrying in case it doesn't come to us and this is blocking our manifestation. So you might be thinking like, let's take money as an example. I need this money or um, maybe a person, I want this person. And the universe is hearing what you're putting out there and sensing that energy and it, it isn't biased. It doesn't want to... If you're if you're putting that out there that you need this money or you want this person, then that's what it's going to do. It's going to make that exact statement your reality. I need money. I need this person. Um, and to actually like receive it, we have to kind of switch into the present sense. So I've talked a lot in on this podcast about stepping into your current reality. Uh, sorry, stepping into your future reality before it becomes your current reality. So acting as if stepping into that energy feeling the feelings of already having it so you have to kind of feel more like I have this money the cat is in the basket (laughs) I have this person before the universe hears you and makes it your reality so you've got to be thinking in the present tense so any time that we don't receive our manifestation is usually as a result of one of two reasons. The first one is that 
you've got some kind of limiting belief in that area and that links to chasing something. So if you feel like you have to chase it, it's because you don't feel like you're worthy of having it, that you you don't feel like it's going to come to you with ease. So you've got some limiting beliefs around that area. So that could be anything. It could be a job, it could be love, it could be money, it could be health. Um, I suppose it, it, it definitely is one for health. Like if you are really unwell, you feel panicked about it, you feel stressed, you feel worried, you feel like you've got to do everything you can to uh, try and get healthy again and you're desperate about it. So that's pushing it further away from you, in my opinion. Or reason two is that maybe something better is waiting for you and you're just not quite aware of it or you're not open to it. So I read this book a while ago called Super Attractor It's by a woman called Gabby Bernstein. She's got a few different books. And she talks about how she used to be a manic manifester. And I think we are all likely to be manic manifestors, especially at the beginning of your kind of law of attraction journey. If you are quite new to the law of attraction, um, it can be that you are too specific. It's good to be specific, but when you are really, really fixed on one thing, it can make you become quite manic about that. It has to be exactly that that you you want or you kind of don't believe that it's been manifested. And we are very, very powerful creators, incredibly so, but we are co-creators. So we're creating with the universe. We're creating with a higher power, with... um, whatever you want to call it, whatever fits for you. So although we are kind of directing it, something else has a higher perspective than us. So sometimes when we get really fixed on the idea of something, it's just not for us and there's something better. And we might want it so much, even though it isn't flowing to us with ease and ignoring our intuition. So I I did an episode a few weeks ago about intuition and acting on it and getting in tune with your intuition. And if you're having that like gut feeling that something isn't right for you, but you still really want it, you can be inclined. And I've done this on many occasions and still do sometimes try to force it, even though you know it's really not the right thing. But in that moment, you just really, really want that. So you force and force and push and push and ignore those clues that it's not right for us. Um, and when that happens, um, you can, you know, it's possible to do that. It's definitely possible to force something, but it never really turns out well. And that's why it's really good to be, become a little bit more relaxed with your manifestations and go with the flow a bit more and be open to having something better. Um, quite often that applies to relationships because relationships are obviously very emotionally charged situations and often the universe will kind of allow us to have our way if we keep chasing it and forcing it enough but then weeks later months later years later we'll look back in hindsight and see that that wasn't meant for us and that it's usually had some kind of shitty ending and ending what's an ending a shitty ending and that's taught us a lesson. So that is still good in the end because everything's a lesson and it's good to learn the lesson, but sometimes we learn it more than once. 
so yeah, it's good to be open to having a different version of what you're trying to manifest. So when you set your manifestations, maybe start using Gabby Bernstein's words, which is this or something better, and just observe how much more freely things start flowing towards you. So there's still going to be what you want and what's best for you, but they might not come to you specifically in the form that you had imagined or visualised. And that's not always a bad thing because we are co-creators and we should listen to whatever it is that has that higher perspective than us. So you can still be specific without being fixed on one thing. So instead of saying something like, I am going to go on a date with insert name here. You might say, I'm going to go on a date with a person who has the following qualities and I'm open to receiving this or something better. Or you could even say that specific person, but always add on this or something better because really you're not looking for that that specific person. You're looking for somebody who has the qualities that you believe that they have and actually I have found that when I have manifested specific people that really they're not what I had in my head. (laughs) So it might be that I've met this person. I think ADHD really makes you zone in on people. So like sometimes I have a bit of a habit of I'll be like super all in (laughs) on one person. I'm going to like, this person is the one. I'm going to marry them. They're amazing. They can do no wrong. They are the perfect person. And I build up this image. And I think everybody does a bit of this. Like you build up this image of what they're going to be like in your head. And then in reality, they're not. (laughs) It's just a massive, massive disappointment. So start manifesting if it's a person that you're trying to manifest manifest the qualities not the specific person and remember that everything is always working out for your highest good if you are open and relaxed about your manifestations and you are um letting them flow freely to you then everything is always always working out in your favor if you allow it to all you've got to do is step in to that life that you want as much as you possibly can now, uh, the life of somebody who is living in those circumstances that we desire, or and let the, the universe kind of do its magic and it'll bring to you what you are desiring. And I truly believe that like what's meant for you won't pass you by. And people say that a lot, like, oh, what's meant for you won't pass you by. But I have a really, really strong faith in that statement. Everything's always working out for the highest good and what's meant for you will not pass you by. And that's very like that that um, viral affirmation that went round that I mentioned earlier on. What's, oh shit, I can't remember what it is. I don't chase, I attract what belongs to me, it will simply find me. So if you have that belief in that statement, life is going to be good because I cannot tell you how much my faith, my belief in that, has carried me through the shittiest, the shittiest times of my life. Like, I have had a very blessed life, very, very good. And I've thoroughly enjoyed it, and I've been very fortunate not to have too many shitty times. But there's been a couple that have been really, 
really shit. <laughs> and knowing that everything is always working out for the highest good, that everything that's meant will not pass me by, has made those shitty times so much easier. Like, absolutely invaluable, in my opinion, that. So, yeah, try and keep that in mind all the time. Like, I say that to myself a lot. Try and ingrain that in your subconscious. Keep saying it to yourself. Everything is always working out for my highest good. Whatever's meant for me won't pass me by. And it just stops you from being as damaged by any knockbacks that you might get um, or any catastrophes that happen in your life because you know that things are just realigning for your highest good. <clears throat> Ooh, sound a bit croaky, don't I? I don't know why. Um, so the two main areas in our lives that we are likely to chase is people, particularly people that we want to maybe start dating or engage in other activities with and money they're the two areas of people and money and if we the less that we have of either then the more we're likely to chase so just to be clear let's talk about like what chasing might look like in both of these areas so if you are chasing people here are some examples of what you might be doing so I'm uh, in this scenario I'm talking mostly about like somebody that you fancy so it could be that you are constantly checking the social media to see what they're doing like social media <laughs> is a problem in this way because you can monitor people's every move and if you're chasing if you're in that energy of chasing then the chances are is that you're constantly checking the social media to watch the stories to see what they're doing it's a bad habit and it does not make you feel any better you also might be asking your friends to check the social media or asking their friends about them kind of in a secretive way so you're asking about them but you don't want them to know that you are curious about what they're doing or how they are you might be posting something online, posting something on social medias to bait them in. So something that you know is either going to piss them off or make them want to message you. You might be stressing if they have left, left you on red. So like if they've left you on red for 12 minutes, you're like, well, what the fuck are they doing? They're obviously out with somebody else. And you're creating this like narrative in your head that's totally false in reality so that could maybe make it be making you feel quite anxious if you have been left on red uh you could be like i said imagining negative scenarios about what they're doing or who they're with or reasons why they're not texting you back that they don't like you that they're not interested you might be double texting them or triple texting them or even if we're getting real beggy quadruple texting them <laughs> you might be being a yes man or a yes woman and saying yes to whatever they want you to do you might be cancelling your plans to go out with them like when they text you right at the last minute so they might text you saying do you want to go out for tea and you're like yeah yeah no problems like at the last minute even though you might have already had plans um and you might even be trying to play a bit of a, a game with them. So it could be that it's kind of bringing out a bit of a toxic 
side to and you're doing stuff that you think is going to get their attention but it's not in a healthy way so like you might be leaving them on red when they message you and like you're doing all that shit so all of those things are examples of how you might be chasing a person um if you were attracting the person if you were to switch your mindset into the attracting vibe then that would look more like this so you might ask them something directly so like if you want to know what they're doing you might ask them what you're up to like what you're doing or if you want clarity on like a situation or what they meant by something you would just ask them directly in instead of trying to find it out via some other sneaky way like asking somebody else or trying to start the stories you would presume that if they've left you on red that they're just busy that they're at work that they're driving that um they're not feeling good and you wouldn't create that narrative in your head that it's you that's the problem or that they're not interested in you or that they're with somebody else or that they are purposely ignoring you so you would do the opposite you would presume that there is a really valid and normal reason why they've left you on red and you would carry on with your day you wouldn't keep texting them now that doesn't mean that like there's this rule that like you can't ever text them twice in a row or you have to wait for them to always message you but you know what I mean like you're not like constantly keep messaging them when they're clearly ignoring you um and on that note you're kind of reciprocating their level of communication so if they're messaging you a lot you're messaging them back a lot if you feel like they're not really interested then you're going to pull back a little bit and accept that that's fine they're just not that interested in talking you're going to avoid playing any shitty little games that are going to make you feel better temporarily but in the long run are not really going to be helpful for if this relationship or this situation shape goes any further and definitely an important one is you are going to honor yourself by keeping your plans and keeping what you want to do on on the pedestal you're going to keep yourself on the pedestal and like that doesn't mean that you like say you never want to go out with them but like if they ask you if you want to go out and you're busy or you want to do something else that day then you're going to do what you wanted to do and then you're going to maybe suggest an alternative time to go out with them and make them understand that like they can't just text you five minutes before you want to go out like you need to make a plan so that's more of an attracting vibe must take my own advice um so <laughs> money wise if you're chasing then that's probably going to look like talking about how skint you are to everybody who will listen and affirming you like constantly saying that you can't afford things that everything's so expensive that you don't have any money that you don't earn enough just all the things that you don't want affirming them over and over again by talking out loud and thinking of them you will I could have a quid in my account minus I could be way in the minus you will never catch me never 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 catch me saying that I was skint I just wouldn't do it it's a bad shitty chasing lack vibe so don't do it just stop it right now uh worrying worrying about how you're gonna pay for something like 
<laughs> I've just moved into this house and I am used to paying my way. Do not get me wrong. I have always paid my way, if not more than. But I have never been the person, um, because I've always been in relationships, I've never been the person to take responsibility for actually divvying that money out into like what costs what. Um, so when, like, for example, when I was with Andy, he was very organised with stuff like that. So I would just send him my share of the bills and he would be the one who, like, would do all the direct debits and stuff. So this is kind of a new situation for me to actually have to physically pay my household bills and know how much everything costs. So like my mum was saying a few weeks ago, she'd got me like a quote while I was at work for gas and electric. And she was like, oh my God, I've got a quote. And it was 300 odd quid. And I was like, right, okay, is that? And she was like, that's ridiculous. <laughs> but I don't have any like concept of how um, how much something is. So on the plus side, that stops me from worrying about how I'm going to pay all my bills because I never worry about shit like that. It always finds its way to me and I have the belief that it will always, always find its way to me. So worrying is chasing, worrying is lack, it's the same thing. So as hard as it is, try to feel a little bit more relaxed and just trust that you are going to be able to find the money for whatever it is that you need. Um, Cutting back on things that you really don't want to cut back on, like let's say you had a subscription for like Spotify or something and saving like a tenner or whatever it is, something fairly minimal and losing something that you really enjoy using, like that is not a good vibe. Cutting back on shit that you really enjoy and don't want to cut back on. And the last one is doing anything that you really don't want to do that's going to make you miserable to make more money, to try and make it like something that, for example, for me, the rational way for me to um, make more money if I wanted to would be to go back into teaching. But I'm telling you right now, you could give me 100 grand and I would not be going back into teaching, not in that like whole having your own class vibe. Nah. It's not worth it for me because it would make me miserable and then I would just be in a bad vibe all the time. So doing something that you don't really want to do to make money. Now, obviously, like, you have to make money, but, you know, something that you know is going to bring you down, don't do it. Mm -mm -mm. So if you're attracting money, then you might be constantly talking about how wealthy you are because you're stepping into your future reality, your desired reality. You're affirming your abundance all the time. So you'll be walking around, like I do, talking about what a wealthy woman you are all the time. Just, I'm a wealthy woman. Oh, yeah, I can afford that, blah, 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 blah. Um, so talk about it. Like, get used to talking like you're rich. Do it all the time to anybody that will listen. Um, another way of attracting more money is to give money so now obviously if you're really struggling with money at the minute then that's quite that might be quite a scary thing to do but money is just energy so you have to let it flow if you're hanging on to it that is a lack of mindset it's chasing it's keeping hold of it's being fearful so if you can let some of it go 
it can return to you even more. So it might not be like that you're spending hundreds on something, but you could just donate to charity. You could do things like, you know, in the supermarkets now, you can like round up when you're paying on those tills, can't you? You know, like round you to up to the nearest like pound or whatever. So it's still the energy of giving, but not affecting you in a massive way financially. Uh, just feeling like that that absolute trust that the money is going to be on its way and it's finding you and affirming that all the time. This one is a new one for me that I'm going to do, um, but it still makes me feel a little bit uncomfortable. Reviewing your spending and getting rid of unnecessary things that like you didn't know you had. So I will never be cancelling anything that I want to use but I am aware that I'm, I am a bit shit with money like as in knowing what I've got knowing how to manage it well so I could do with like going through my bank statements and seeing what all of the things are that go out of my bank account because I haven't got a clue I've no idea and I've probably got loads of stuff after I was found out and this was like a good year that I was paying like 50 quid a month to ancestry.com which I don't think I've ever used I must have just clicked on some free trial because I was intrigued by something and I was paying out like 50 quid a month for it and I didn't know because I didn't check so all the money books that I've read um they always say like to get really familiar with what you have like don't bury your head in the sand so as much as you're not like giving up stuff that you don't want or being like scared to spend anything, also being aware of what you've got and like using it to its best advantage. So yeah. And the last one is being open to new streams of income and taking action on new opportunities. So like before I said in the chasing part of how you might be acting if you're chasing money is when you like might be thinking, oh, I'm going to have to get a second job or I'm going to have to go back into a job that I didn't enjoy. No, we're not doing that. Like, no, no. But if you are attracting money, then open yourself up to the idea that you could have more than one income stream. So at the minute you might work in, um, I'm just taking teaching as an example again, because a lot of teachers feel this way, like that they've only got one stream of income because it's a salary and you get paid the same every month. But there's lots of things, lots of other ways that money could come to you. You could end up getting a tax rebate like this week. No, not this week. Last week, I got a text off my mum saying, have you been manifesting money again? Because you've just got a check for 60 quid come through the post. And I had like, not even um, because I felt like I particularly needed it. I just thought, I'd, I think I'd been reading something or I'd watched something um, or listened to something that was talking about manifesting money and somebody had been using these affirmations and I literally just, I was brushing my teeth and I was just reading out these manifest uh, these affirmations and didn't put too much pressure on it. I was just attracting it. I wasn't chasing it. And the morning after, I get a check. So just like unexpected streams of income. And that happens to me a lot. I think that's why I don't really have any fears around money because I, it always finds its way to me. We have this energetic set point where you also can't go over it sometimes until you've worked through it but 
it's very difficult for you to drop below it. So it's kind of this like benchmark that you always have. And because of that, it just flows to you if you allow it to and you're not stressed about it. So yeah, there are my little tips for not chasing and attracting instead. So step in to that energy of attracting, relax about something that you're worried about, something that you're trying to manifest maniacally and just let it flow to you. Use that affirmation at the end, um, this or something better, and start using that affirmation that I said at the beginning, I don't chase, I attract. What is meant for me will simplify me and build that trust that it will find its way to you and you don't need to worry about it. Just don't be as manic about it. And that's all I've got for you today. So I hope that you have a lovely week and I am hoping that I have a lovely week. Please send me the good vibes for climbing up a mountain in 20 odd degree heat because, you know, it's not, it's not looking good for me. It's not looking good, but I'm sure it will be lovely. And I will speak to you next week. Have a fab week. Bye.